In this week's Complaint Corner, Disney+, Plus, Mortal Kombat 1, and some other shit. This is Critically Complaint. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first we're going to talk about uh, Disney+, Plus, or more specifically some of the... Uh, the Marvel shows that are going to be coming out to Disney Plus, which I know is your favorite thing to talk about, Steve. <laughs> I was just looking at the list of them when you were telling me about the news, and I didn't realize just how many of them don't exist yet. Uh oh, like like unreleased Marvel shows? Yeah. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are many. So, uh, as we've covered before, just as like a quick little recap. Uh, so when uh, when Disney Plus first launched, they needed content, right? Uh, and so there was, like, a shitload of Star Wars and Marvel properties that, that got, uh, like, greenlit, especially, this is especially true with Marvel. Like, Marvel, it was just, like, throw everything at the wall, like, you know, C-list, D-list, like, you know, if do we own the rights to the character, make a show out of them. Uh, you know, that's how we got, and some of these shows are good, uh, in my opinion. Uh, some of these shows are not so good, or, like, just kind of meh. Uh, but that's how we got Moon Knight. That's how we got Miss Marvel. Uh, Freaking uh, She-Hulk. Uh, and now, and then there's this other one. Oh, Loki. Uh, now Loki season and two. And oh, Hawkeye. Almost, yep, Hawkeye. I I loved Hawkeye actually. The Marvel Christmas I, special. Yeah, it was so good. I wish more people watched Hawkeye because it's actually really good. But whatever. Uh, now Loki uh, ended up being a, a fan favorite. Lo- everybody loved Loki. Uh, and so Loki season two is going to start streaming October 6th, which is like fine, whatever. Uh, fair's uh, fair. I don't think yeah. the Loki show had anything to do with that. Oh, about the, you mean like the content thing? Like where No, they just the were... fact that he's a fan favorite. I don't think the Loki show had anything to do with its success. Oh, you mean that it's just like everyone fucking loves Loki and they always have? I mean, yeah, that one. that's... That's pretty much true, yeah. But also, it's like, hey, do you want to watch, uh, you know, is it six? I think it's six. Six episodes of, uh, you know, Tom Hiddleston uh, wearing, like, a you know, a suit and tie and being sh- a smarmy Loki. Like, I, the answer for most people is yes. Uh, I did. I, I did do that. Uh, yeah, you did. Did you like Loki? I don't remember, honestly. Uh, uh, me either, but when I think about it in retrospect, I think to myself, well, I don't feel like I need to watch it ever again. So I guess maybe not. Okay, all right. Uh, I did watch it a second time, but that was like shocking over a year no ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, but I do that. I do that with the Disney Plus stuff. Is I will rewatch them. It's fun. Uh, but uh, I liked Loki season one. I I think that for a lot of people it was kind of. I think it was overhyped a bit. Like the only thing that I can say was truly excellent in Loki season one uh, was the soundtrack. Uh, that was like the thing that was like, wow, this soundtrack is really fucking good. And like everything else to me was like good to fine, uh, except I really didn't like Sylvie anyway. Uh, but I'm quite excited for the new season, uh, and that's going to start streaming October 6th. But the more interesting news to me, uh, is that all of the episodes of Echo, uh, are going to drop on November 29th. Now, Echo is a pretty under no like or not well known comic book character she's basically uh a like it's taskmaster except that she's deaf uh and like she just can copy other people's moves in the comics uh and she was in uh hawkeye which we were just talking about 
Uh, I loved Hawkeye, but I thought that she was one of the weaker parts of Hawkeye, in my opinion. I, I, I didn't really give a shit about Echo. Uh, they didn't do a great job at, like, making me, like, interested in the character. Like, I... Walking out of Hawkeye, I was like, I had no interest or no desire to see what happens next with Echo. Like, that's just, I, and I think I'm not alone in saying that. And I'm, like, the biggest Marvel fan there is. Like, if I'm not interested, no one's interested. <laughs> that is a good litmus test. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that uh, Marvel knows this, right? Uh, like, they know that they may have uh, overextended themselves with this one. Uh, you know, it's a spinoff of a Disney Plus... It's a, it's a spinoff Disney Plus series of a different Disney Plus series of a character that is extremely not well-known. Uh, and I, they know. They know that I it's wonder not gonna... what the I wonder what the, the final form of that looks like. Because all of these shows are not tech well most of them are not technically spin-offs of Marvel movies that they are their own thing but they kind of are so like half spin-offs you know like these characters wouldn't have shows if Marvel movies didn't exist but like let's take Hawkeye for example Hawkeye sure. gets a show and then Echo's in it and now Echo gets a show and if something comes out of Echo is that a, is that too far removed from a real thing like if they introduce like no. a, a, a F character in Echo and Echo's F character gets its own show is that too far removed from a real thing? Like, <laughs> how far down the rabbit hole are we going right. to go? Because <laughs> like you, you can't start putting real characters in your in your D list character show. I mean, you can, I guess, to try to get the draw out of them. I guess, but they just feel wasted in there because well, you could just you know, make an actual show out of them. That. It's funny you say that because they did announce uh, a while ago. So in the comics, Echo has a uh, like a history with uh, the Kingpin Wilson Fisk, mm -hmm. uh, and so they all we already knew. Uh, that um, not only is Fisk going to be in Echo, but so is Daredevil. Uh, so that's no, like that's, probably that's fine. The, that's already established like the in a universe. Draw. That doesn't matter. I'm talking about a new character. Like if oh, they started okay. putting like fucking Wolverine in here or something. Oh god, that'd be, like that'd be horrible if they did like you can't that'd do so that. Pissed. They can't do that <laughs> because they want to just make an actual product out of him. But you can't just like spin off your spin offs of your spin offs, right? I mean, they can. They shouldn't. You shouldn't want to do that. No, you should not want to do that. I, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. And actually, this ties in directly into our next news thing, so I'm just going to say that really quick just so I can talk about it in relation to Echo. Uh, in other Disney Plus news, uh, there are several low-performing shows and movies on Disney Plus that are going to be removed from Disney Plus over like the next several weeks. Uh, and it's all to save on costs. And the thing about it that's interesting is that Disney Plus, or Disney, I should say, is not being super clear about why they're taking it off or how these are going to save them money. Because uh, uh, they need to have all the money in the world so they can buy Florida. Well, yeah. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that's probably what their ultimate plan is. They're, yeah, they're sure. already trying, so I mean, they might as well fucking double down. Uh, actually, I forgot to mention this, but I do remember a different thing that they're, they were going to buy like a huge section of land in Florida and they ended up canceling that because they're currently having their little war, uh, with, uh, Florida governor Ron DeSantis, which mm -hmm. we don't like to, we don't like to cover politics very much on this show. So I'm just going to keep it very vague, <laughs> not talk about that in too much detail. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things going on with Disney right now. Uh, including this, like, weird political battle that's going on with the Florida governor. 
uh, which is weird and complicated and messy and has a lot to do with with bathrooms and it's it's all dumb. That's that's a what lot it really to do is. with bathrooms. A lot to do with bathrooms and whether or not people who are transgender should be allowed to go in the bathroom that they think they belong in or that it's I don't. <laughs> which side <laughs> does Disney thing. come down on? Uh, Disney is, has always been very inclusive, very progressive. So like they, there's many things that they're, uh, are, that they're fighting over Ron DeSantis on right now. But one of the things is that, uh, uh, DeSantis wants to, uh, make it a criminal offense to go into a bathroom that is not, that, that is not the gender that you were assigned at birth. On purpose? Uh, yeah yeah like like what if like, i accidentally walk in there i did that a couple times you know in yeah, my if life you've done that before technically speaking you uh if you did that in florida you just committed a crime and you could be arrested oh uh, well florida's fucking wild west so yeah. well, wild wild southeast <laughs> yep. whatever yeah it's 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 very crazy uh but yeah uh the florida <laughs> governor bath is... salts <laughs> oh god <laughs> But yeah, the Florida governor has basically lost his mind, uh, and he's just going all in on like this anti-trans, frankly bullshit. I'm not gonna hide my own my own beliefs. Look, my beliefs are very simple. Okay, I have a, I have a simple rule that I follow in life that's gotten me pretty far. Uh, I think people should be able to do whatever they want as long as they're not hurting other people by doing what they want. That's it. That that's that that's that's the end of it for me. And I don't care I about think, anything. Yeah, you don't, and you don't give a shit about anything. You just want to like go back into your cave, <laughs> that's right, and, and not talk to people. I mean, uh, it'd be fucking sweet if we didn't like default on our debt coming up this week. But uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with that either. Uh, that that's that's a whole other fucking uh, mess <laughs> that's going on right now. And we're not even in election season yet, Steve. Like, we're going to get another goddamn presidential election next year, Steve. I mean, we you... do get them every four years. I know, I know. But, like, are you ready Just for Just like this? the Olympics. Like, I'm not. I'm not ready for this. Like, I don't I, care I, about anything. Oh, God. I'm so, so dreading all of the fucking political ads uh, that I'm going to have to I think to about watch. dying once a week. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm sorry. So th- we've we've got a, a quite a ways off track talking about like you know real life things and you know where's the where's the critically complained uh, you know bullshit. Uh, oh, I'll bring it back, back for you. Uh, I saw since we're on the subject on Disney oh, Plus. Sure. I saw that fucking Quantumania movie the other day because it was available oh, to see. Yeah, uh, no. that was fucking hot garbage. Hot Did, garbage. Oh, okay. I would love to talk about that with you. Uh, I would like let's, <laughs> hot, let's... hot garbage. I, okay, okay, wait. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We'll come back to the news. Tell me why you don't like Quantumania. I also Other than it was it. just a Star Wars for the first half of the movie, including its own cantina scene and its own Mon Calamari, which I thought was laughable. Yeah, uh, and there shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't be people down there, and that was all nonsense. I didn't think that anything in that movie made me feel like I was watching a movie, if that makes any sense. Like, I wasn't engrossed in the world. I was just kind of watching some people on a stage read lines. And I was like, huh, I don't want to be here anymore, but I've kind of already made the obligation to finish this thing. So here we are. Yeah, it's it's really hard for me not to, like, compare it to, uh, like, Black Panther or Guardians of the Galaxy, like other Marvel properties that kind of, like, fleshed out and expanded a previously unseen 
uh, portion of the you know the Marvel universe. Like you know, in the in the first Black Panther, we got to we got introduced to Wakanda and their culture. And my opinion, I think they did a really good job at like exploring it. You know, telling you what also, you needed to know. Also, I just want to point out that even if we pretend that, to follow the excuse of why didn't I see this place the first time I was down here? Oh, you didn't go far enough. Um, yeah. which is nonsense, by the way. Which is it is uh, nonsense. It is um, nonsense. How come his growing and shrinking powers worked? I, I I don't know. That bothered me so much when I was first, when I first watched the movie. Like, is it like, go oh, fuck yourself? Is that why? So, in my opinion, I think Quantumania is like the only reason to watch it. In my opinion, like the only reason to rewatch it, especially for me now, now that I've seen it twice, it's actually a very entertaining and funny movie. If you don't give a fuck. Uh, and if you just want to laugh at the movie, not with the movie, but at it, like if you just oh, want to no, be like, see, I oh, just, there's I a broccoli man. What I, the I disagree. Fuck? <laughs> okay, well no? that wasn't that was a, a desperate attempt, but I actually don't think so. Um, I kind of think of it like uh, a man on stage, just kind of like who breaks into tears in the middle of his lines, and it's like it's not funny to watch. It's just kind of uncomfortable for all of us to be here now. That's kind of how I felt the entire movie. Like okay. this, this wasn't like a, oh, it's so bad. It's good. It was just kind of like, this is a poor quality product and I am subject to it now. <laughs> okay. That's fair. There were, there were things about it that like, I genuinely laughed out loud, uh, when I was watching it again, like the uh, fucking goopy little Kool-Aid monster thing kept having uh, a lot of talk about holes that I felt was unnecessary. That was not funny. Like, I don't even uh, like the, the whole thing, the whole, <laughs> Uh, the whole whole thing, the whole whole thing, was was not funny the first time I watched it, and the second time I watched it, it was just straight irritating. Uh, I also thought it was weird that he like like at the end it was like he got shot and then he was like I have holes and then he could like absorb people. Uh, sure, why not? Like, that was yeah, it was weird. Go fuck and yourself. I was like okay, <laughs> like what the well yeah. fucking. All of this could have been avoided if the mom had just fucking mouthed up a little bit and like, hey, uh, don't do what you're doing. Like, I understand that she didn't know about the plan and then she smashed the thing and it was already too late by that point. But like, if she had just, fuck, I know they hadn't written this nonsense yet because this movie is nonsense. But if they had just been like, hey, uh, by the way, uh, everything is a nightmare down there and there's a secret dangerous super conqueror down there. And I, I, you wouldn't believe what I had to go through to get out. <laughs> but no, we didn't have any of that. It was just yeah, like, like a, she could have kept it super vague. Like she didn't have to go into like they all would have believed her. They would have just believed her. Yeah, like if she had just said like like even in like what what in Ant Man and the Wasp, like the previous film, like if she had gotten out of the quantum realm, uh, and she was like, okay, I'm out. Close the portal behind me. We are never going back there. <laughs> right. Like, like very dangerous. Do like in you know if they were like, what do you mean? What's down there? She could be like, just trust me, okay? <laughs> like she doesn't have to go into any more detail than that. Just be like, listen, I don't want to talk about it right now. It's very hard to explain. There's a bunch of weird shit, and just just believe there's a whole Star me when Wars I tell you. There. There's a whole yeah. Star there's Wars a whole there. ass Star Wars down there, which is so like it's so clear watching the movie that that's what they were like going for, like. They there so was a fucking Admiral Akbar in there. You can't tell me that that wasn't Admiral Akbar down there. I mean, Peyton Reed, the guy who directed uh, all of the Ant-Man movies, uh, he also directed several episodes of The Mandalorian. So, like, it's not terribly surprising that he, like, would borrow some of that. Like, it's not terribly surprising that he would do more of a Star Wars-themed 
Ant-Man movie. I just wish that it had been better explained. Like, I wish that there were, like, just, like, even just a handful of throwaway lines to show that they had put any thought at all into the universe, the world building, why there are so many strange creatures down here. Like, Go why are there broccoli people? Why Go are there... Yourself. Why is there a goo monster? Why does yourself. drinking the goo monster's goo allow you to understand what everyone is saying? Go fuck yourself. I know that's the answer. I know the answer is go fuck yourself, Steve. But it's just, like, it's so irritating. It's so irritating because, like, I think How that, do you think I feel? This is what I feel like whenever I watch one of these movies now, but no one believes me. I know, I know. But, yeah, like, I have to admit that, like, the first time I watched Ant-Man... Quantumadia. I enjoyed it because, like, you know, I was it was mostly just like, oh, pretty colors, like, oh, sure, whatever. You Ooh, know, I, like, I had I had some fun, and I was like, all right, like that wasn't so bad, you know, whatever. I'd have been pissed uh, if I saw that in a theater. Yeah, and then like watching it again. When I watched it again on Disney Plus, it was like, oh, like this is like actually bad. Like, <laughs> like no thought was put into this. Uh, it was just, it felt like it was just kind of thrown together. Uh, and it's especially weird that that's the film that introduced the big bad. Like, that's Kang. Like, this is the movie that we're supposed to, that's supposed to launch, you know, well, like the next you know, technically several years it was Loki, of storytelling. I know, fine, that's true. Technically, it was Loki. But this is, like, our first true introduction as, to him of the as conqueror, the villain. Yes. As the conqueror. Yeah, exactly. Loki was, like, that was the appetizer, and this was supposed to be, like, the first course. And it fucking fizzled <laughs> like it was so so not good and actually i liked kang by himself i i thought he was fine i thought i liked i thought that jonathan majors did a pretty good job uh, he was threatening uh like i i enjoyed him when he was on screen i wasn't really clear on what he was yeah, trying to do other but than it's too bad out. he probably maybe choked that lady and now we don't have him anymore yeah, no, like, there's a very, it sucks that, like, honestly, the best part of the film, like, if you don't think about the, outs, like, the real world shit, the best part of the movie is Kang, in my opinion, like, he he was very good, very Yeah, I'll stipulate like, to that. Yeah, okay, thank you. Uh, and now, no, he that's was, the he one He was satisfactorily intimidating. Yeah, good. Uh, and now he's the one thing that uh, we probably are going to lose <laughs> going forward. Like, yeah. we're not going to get him again. Now It's okay, because in, the, in just... all the other Kangs in the different universes, they just look like somebody else because they were actually from the Lizard Man dimension or whatever. It Like, they easily could do that. I think it's kind of unfortunate for them that so far they've shown that every Kang variant has the same face. Looks like him. Yeah, that uh, was unfortunate. Yeah, like... <laughs> It sucks that that's how they've done it so far, because it would have been, if they had showed multiple Kangs who just looked like different people, like just several different black guys or whatever, I don't know, they don't have to be mm. black, but like, they could have done that and it would have been fine. Lizards and, and fishermen. Yeah, lizards, exactly. And alligator like, for some reason. <laughs> I mean, we did get that with Loki, I guess. I know. Uh but to me, it's just it's just unfortunate that they didn't show him with different faces because then they could have just had a new actor show up and been like, oh, yeah, it's still Kang. It just looks slightly different because that's how it works. Uh, and they still could do that. It's just going to be a little weird, but it's fine. That's honestly probably the best case. The best case scenario here uh, is that they just like, you know, get a new actor, have him step in and just move on. Uh, I, I've said it many times. I, I don't care very strongly about recasting. Like, I don't think it's as distracting as other people think it is. Like, you just kind of 
once you're in the new movie or show or whatever, you're just like, oh, okay, this is who's playing this character now. All right, whatever. And then you just, I, I always just shrug and move on. Like, it's just not a big deal for me. Um, so just recast him. Just recast him. Get a new, uh, you know, Shakespearean-trained black man to play Kang, and you're you're set. You're golden. Like, you don't Does have to do Does he need to, to be Shakespearean-trained? Well, he was meant to be very Shakespearean in this movie. Like, I, I was, I read about that, like, in an interview or something, where, like, he was... In his performance, he was borrowing a lot of elements from, like, Shakespearean dramas uh, to influence his performance, like making him larger than life or whatever. Just do that again, but with a different actor, and, you know, it's it's fine. Whatever. Idris Elba. People love Idris Elba. I kind of hope they don't do Idris Elba, because uh, that would be weird. Uh, <laughs> Why? Because he was already Heimdall? Actually, you know what? Uh, I saw this theory online, and I actually think it works very well. Uh, you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 3 yet, right? Correct. Okay. Well, the bad guy in that, uh, is, you know, this, this evil, well, alright, I'll say it. It's an evil black man. Uh, (laughs) it's this black man with, like, this, he's got, like, this weird, like, stretched out face, which is actually, like, a flesh mask in the movie. Uh, None of that's important. None of that's important right now. Uh, but, uh, he was great. Uh, I, he was, he was over the top and psychotic. I think it would be, it would be very easy for them to retcon, uh, the high evolutionary as being a Kang variant and then just have that actor be Kang going forward. You could do that pretty fucking easy. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but it's an option. Uh, anyway, so what the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah. So originally we were talking about Echo. Uh, I'm curious if, like, assuming that Echo, like, it's gonna get dropped all at once, and I'm gonna binge it, because, you know, of course I am, uh, I'm kind of, like, scared or worried that at some point Echo is going to, Echo or some of the other Disney Plus shows are going to be taken off of Disney Plus to save money, and then there's not gonna be a way to watch these shows anymore, which is fucking annoying for me, because I'm a completionist, well, and I, mean, I like you to, can like, watch, watch them again, you just have to sail the high seas first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that that's an option. It's just, I I wish so badly that they would release physical versions of their uh, Disney Plus movies and shows. Like, I want that more than anything. Like, I want all of the Disney Plus series in steelbook form. They have not released any of them. Like, there are no Blu-rays or DVDs or what the fuck ever of any of the Disney Plus series. Because, you know, they want people to pay for Disney Plus so they can watch right. these things. But now, many things are going to be taken off of Disney Plus, and they, they don't exist anymore unless you go, you know, unless you go sailing, like you say. Uh, and that's fucking shitty. Like, there are fans of Willow out there. Admittedly, there's <laughs> no, not there that. there aren't. Well, I, there are, you know, there are small but vocal fan base, uh, from, from my experience, uh, being on Twitter. And I feel bad for them. Like, it sucks that, like, a show that you like is going to, like, stop existing. And, like, there's no legal way for you to watch it anymore. That's shitty. Like, I don't like that. Like, why do I mean, that, that, Disney? Well, uh, I'm, of, I'm, I'm of the opinion that all things should be archived for posterity no matter what they are or where they are. And that should just do, do be, be a thing we should always do. So it's pretty shitty that they're taking these things down because that all they're really doing is demanding people go and pirate them. I mean... That's yeah, what's happening. Like, they're they're asking you to like it's like all right, better you know get backups of all your favorite Disney Plus series in case we decide to take them away someday. But like you know, they don't care because they're not making any money off them anyway. So I guess it doesn't really matter at this point. 
a lot of people, I don't remember if I said this, but a lot of people are speculating that the only reason they're doing this is so they don't have to pay royalties to actors. Uh, yeah, like, I guess that makes sense. That's probably where the only uh, money's yeah, going to go, I guess. That's, that's really it. It's like they don't want to pay royalties. So they're like, all right, like, you know, this show's this show doesn't exist anymore. Never mind. It wasn't popular. Uh, and, like, in Willow's case, like, it's only been six months. Like, it hasn't been a long It's very impressive all. how quickly that did not succeed. Uh, it is! It's crazy! Like, I just, like, this this business But on the other whatever, hand, I don't yeah. know that the first Willow was good. I've never seen it I because seen it. I wasn't born at the, before the turn of the century. Well, actually, I was before the turn of the century. But I, old things, I didn't see it. So I just note my reputation as being not good. And I saw a couple seconds of uh, one of the Willow episodes here from the show. And I thought to myself, boy, that looks bad. And uh, I guess I was right. Uh, yeah, like I heard it wasn't very good. I did see that there were some people who liked it. But overall, it didn't seem to make much of an impact. I get it. I get taking it down. I, I, I understand the reasons why. I just think it's shitty, and I think, like, at the very least, it's like, release it on, D- on DVD or something. Like, you know, shove out a... That shove requires out a... money, though. You have to be able to yeah, make all those. People spend money. Like, can I... I just you Okay, know, but the show the already doesn't succeed. At Walmart, and people okay. will still buy it. You can make okay, but it doesn't money. cost them bargain bin prices to make bargain bin DVDs. It costs them the same to make a successful DVD as a cheap DVD. It's th- the money is the same for them. I suppose. And also, those shows aren't succeeding now, so putting them in an outdated format for people to buy later also is just a money sink, because they got to put all that money to making DVDs nobody's going to buy. I guess. I, I just, the whole thing just leads to What you're basically asking them to do is to have like them it. available for you to buy in the future on eBay when somebody <laughs> wants to watch the show again. Yes, that is what I'm asking for. Yes, or just okay. keep them on your fucking platform. That you like these are shows you right. already made. You Here's already what you paid do: for. Just you play all there. those episodes and you set up a fucking camcorder and you make yourself a nice burned DVD of them because that's the only <laughs> way you're gonna make this work now. I guess, yeah. Like I got I could go like the mystery science theater route and I could record myself watching <laughs> Willow, <laughs> well, or you could just uh, record your TV screen or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that would work too. Or but a capture card funnier. or something that might just be I think more it'd be efficient. funnier to like have myself just like sitting right in front of the TV with just like my little head poking out of the corner, and I could just watch this movie, make the occasional comment, and then hey, they, there you go, everybody, you, you got your Willow now. You know, you can now I can distribute that. <laughs> Sure, my, sure. My shitty, <laughs> shitty commentary. And everyone well, there you go. You just got to find it. somebody who reviewed this series already. Then you can watch the hyper-abridged, uh, non-copyright claim-strikeable version of it super yeah. quick. <laughs> um, and actually, uh, uh, there's one of the movies that they're taking down is this movie called The One and Only Ivan, uh, which is, uh, I actually watched it with Megan cause it was just a movie. So we had time and we found out it was going to be taken down. So we were like, oh, well we could just watch this, but it has Brian Cranston in it. And that's literally the only reason we watched it because Megan what saw it? that. Uh, so it's about, um, it's about a gorilla. It's about a gorilla, uh, based on, it's based on a true story. Uh, it's this gorilla who's living in a zoo, or not a zoo exactly. It's living in a in a zoo with, or like a carnival within a mall, which is very weird. It's it's just as strange as it sounds. You're already losing me. Okay, so so imagine a strip mall, like you know, just a classic old mall. Uh, and inside that mall, there is a fucking 
carnival tent. There's a carnival. Did you say tent. a mall or a strip mall? Those are different or, things. No, not a strip. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. No, just like a, a full ass mall, a real Got mall. It. Okay. And inside that mall is a carnival tent, like mm-hmm. you know where the TJ Maxx is supposed to be, or the JC Penney's, or whatever. Okay. Just a sure. Big old sure. Carnival sure. Tent. I'll imagine JC Penney. That one's closer to my heart. I remember that uh, store. Okay, JC Penney. Imagine JC Penney, but instead of a JC Penney, they got like a big old red tent set up and inside you can watch a bunch of animals do shit. Uh like they got they got a uh, they got a rabbit that rides around on like a little RC car. Uh they got a they got a what was it? Like a chicken that knows how to play baseball, like it can hit a ball with a bat. Uh and it also has Ivan who is a gorilla. Uh, who, you know, it's just a fucking gorilla, so it just, it makes a big roar, and it's very exciting. Oh, and there's an elephant, too. There's an elephant that can, like, stand on its, on its front legs and shit. Uh, the basic plot of the movie is, uh, the, the mall is dying, uh, n- no one is paying, uh, the, oh, and, uh, Brian Cranston is the owner of all of these animals. He's the, the ringmaster or whatever, and he's actually a decent guy. He's not, like, a bad person. Uh, he's doing his best to take care of the animals and, uh, but also to make money, uh, because he can't keep, he can't keep feeding these, these things if they don't make him money. Uh, so he's, uh, so he buys a new baby elephant, uh, to like try to get people to come back because, you know, everybody loves baby versions of things. It works Mm. for a little while, but the baby, uh, is very shy, uh, and is, it's having a hard time learning, like, you know how to stand on his front legs and junk. Uh, and then uh, they, the guy finds out that Ivan, uh, who, oh, yeah, also all the animals are, uh, like, voice acted. Uh, so they're it's all live action CG. Um, and uh, Ivan is played by Sam Rockwell, which is weird for me because I mainly know him as uh, uh, Justin Hammer from okay, Iron Man Adam, 2. Adam, Adam, Adam. Yep, yep. 30 words or less. What is the plot of the oh. movie? Uh... Ivan can paint. Uh, Ivan can paint. They use that to make an audience, but then he paints grass, and everyone is like, "Oh God, he wants to be free!" And then he gets free at the end. They take him. Got to it. A Sounds zone. boring. Thank you. Okay, fine. Uh, boo, you little, you little shit. All right, fine. Uh, it's it it's took not you twenty amazing, minutes to tell me that cute. he paints grass. He paints grass, dude. <laughs> anyway. Uh, our next piece of news is another piece of uh, Disney cost saving, and this one's this one's sad but unsurprising as well. Uh, Disney's very expensive uh, Galactic Star Cruiser uh, Premium Hotel uh, is going to close uh, permanently in September after just eighteen months of being open. Uh, this. So, do you remember anything about the Star Cruiser, Steve? Do you know what this is? I mean, I've seen, like, videos of people swinging their phone around in it. I've seen the inside of it a bit. Okay. Because it's, like, the whole idea is it's kind of like Galaxy's Edge, but it's, like, you you go to this hotel and you are in the Star Wars universe. Like, yeah. you, like your room is, like, you get a little pod where you get to sleep. Uh, and, like, it sounds like a pretty fun idea to me. Like, I, I like the idea of being able to enter the Star Wars universe and go on a supposed cruise in the, excuse me, in the galaxy. Uh, but unfortunately, it's stupid expensive. Like, going to the Galactic Star Cruiser, it's like, it's over $1,000 a night. Uh, and, like, I can't swing that. I can't, I can't justify spending... 
uh, like what is uh, like over a thousand dollars that's like what two yeah like two full weeks uh income like that's basically my rent it's a little less than my rent on a single night in uh in a star wars hotel i can't do that like no i'm not i'm not that place in my life right now uh and apparently no one else is either apparently no one else is either because uh i guess the uh the hotel wasn't uh wasn't doing as well as they had expected so they're already closing it uh and it's it's kind of sad because like i don't know know. why they have to close it what do you mean couldn't they just make it not cost a thousand dollars they already built it I agree. Yeah, like, I feel like there must be, like, you already went to the trouble of doing all of this. Like, you know, it's like, okay, so, like, maybe trim down, like, the services or whatever. Like, don't do as much crazy shit. And, like, well, I, make, I don't know because I haven't been there personally, obviously, but I imagine most of the thing you're paying for is just, like, the ambiance of being in a Star Wars room. And, like, yeah, there's probably people on the fucking PA systems. Like, if you look out your window, you'll see the ashes of Alderaan or whatever. I'm sure that kind of yeah. shit happens. Yeah, that kind of shit, But, like, yeah. couldn't you still do that? Because I imagine most of the money came from building this thing, and it's already built. And not using it anymore means you just threw a bunch of money away. Couldn't you just make it fucking $500 a night or 700 yeah, or like, something? Yeah, like, do a do a temporary price reduction and just to, like, get people... Yeah, at least you'll make some of your money, Matt. Yeah, of you can fucking back. be a lost leader for a while. If you're fucking Disney, I'm sure you can handle it. Yeah, I... No, I agree. I... It's... It seems very strange. Like, I would love to know their rationale for closing this thing permanently. Like, do they truly... Is it truly not worth it for them to try lowering the price and, like, changing the way that it works a little bit I mean, to try to save unless some there money. is some fucking spectacular star wars nonsense that goes on in this place that we don't know about like a fucking live action real lightsaber duel every day or something yeah i don't know about that i mean there are like, like pretty cool how many things. thousands like, of dollars are... does it take to keep your lightsabers going yeah, like they they have some pretty cool stuff like they have uh like real rodians or not real but you know people in rodian costumes that's greedo you remember greedo yeah they have people that's the alien up. race they decided to pick uh yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know why they picked that why one, wouldn't yeah, they just they pick more of... humanoid ones they could actually make more realistic costumes out of. uh yeah that would be an they easy walk way around. to do it too they have Zito uh, can't Wookiees. walk around he's not real yeah there are wookies walking around i'm pretty See, sure that would make more sense uh there are probably some stormtroopers walking around like you know there's all kinds of different things so maybe do less of that or like introduce some new ones that it's just like hey why don't you just have like a bunch of human smugglers walking around or twi'leks who would just have head tails or i don't know there's well that's there's like a, that one that one's that practical one's probably, makeup that's yeah, gonna that take probably. fucking forever the wookie costume yeah. they can probably just slot somebody into that yeah that's they actually that's, go, that's not a good example. you know that's not that hard <laughs> yeah 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 uh, but like, I just, it does seem very strange to just decide to shutter it, uh, after 18 months, which 18 months is not a very long time, uh, in like the hotel business. Like it can take years before like a, you know, a hotel like gains enough business. Uh, but I guess they just decided to say, fuck it. Uh, it, it, the whole thing is very weird to me. I, I, I just don't understand. But yeah, Disney is very clearly uh, trying to tighten the belt anywhere and everywhere it can. It's it's they're not doing so great right now. Uh, so yikes. Well, just wait uh, for their new card game to take off. They'll be fine. I new card game. Wait, wait, is there some? Was there something that was announced that I don't know about? Is there? Oh, a you don't know about game? that? Oh yeah, Disney's no. making a uh, uh, trading card game. Are they now? 
Mm-hmm. That's nice. I I don't like that. I I have no interest in that. But I, I it's guess it's got you Disney do. characters on it, like fucking Maleficent the dragon and shit. Okay, okay. That's still super weird to me. But uh, like, I mean, is this? I'm sure it'll be good. Is it like a magic or Pokemon situation? I uh, it's or... gonna be something. It's gonna be some kind of game like that. I guess I don't know uh-huh. whose rules they're stealing, but I'm sure that there will be something. Weird. Yeah, I, I had not heard about this at all. I'm not really into card games, as you Yeah, most of these um, spinoff games, like the fucking Transformers game or, like, the Dragon Ball Super game, they just kind of do what Magic the Gathering does, but different a little bit, just to call it something else, but it's pretty much usually the same kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I imagine Disney will probably follow suit in that regard, but... Hmm. All right. Uh, well, maybe that will finally make them some money. Who the fuck knows? I mean, you know, if they can... If they can uh, hit that sweet spot, like, you know, the the crazy card collectors and players out there, like, they'll pay anything. <laughs> it doesn't matter That's how much true, it is. That's true, but usually <laughs> only if your game says Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon on it. Right, right. Uh, but still, uh, you know, Disney is Disney. You know, never underestimate Disney. Oh, no, uh, I believe that if anybody can do it, it will be them, because they have the power to just throw money at it until it's successful, which is a problem most of these startup ones don't have. Or a solution most of these startup ones don't have, you know? Transformers does not have Disney money. Dragon Ball Super does not have Disney money. Yeah. All right. Well, interesting. Uh, oh, in One other, Piece, the most recent version cost of this. Saving, in other cost-saving news, but not Disney for once. We're, we're moving on from Disney, finally. Uh, the CW is completely redoing their programming schedule. Uh, they are finally, after many years, they are moving away from making superhero shows. Uh, we already knew, they had announced previously that The Flash was ending this year with, I, I want to say, season nine, I think, that they're on. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, and uh, Superman and Lois is the only other Arrowverse-ish uh, show that is currently running, and that is not expected to be renewed either. Uh, and so CW is just is going to be pursuing a new client base or uh, uh, what's that's not the right word demographic a new demographic thank you a new demographic they really want to cover to covet older audiences apparently they're going to be focusing on dramas so it's like all right just uh, you know pump churn out some some uh, doctor and and cop dramas and you're set <laughs> like that's, that's all true. you need to do. Uh, oh, people uh, like detective shows too. Yeah, detective shows, cop shows, uh, and doctor dramas, and like you're you're good. Uh, that's that's how you reel in folks like my mom. Uh, my mom <laughs> yep. still watches NCIS. Uh, <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> oh, really? That's hilarious. Uh, I used to watch NCIS years ago uh, when I was living with my parents, but I. I stopped a long time ago because I didn't have television anymore, and I don't <laughs> <Fair>. miss it. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm good, thank you. You've got uh, the internet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this is... I'm, I'm feeling kind of bittersweet about uh, the end of the Arrowverse. Like, the Arrowverse was never great, uh, but it was... it was uh, It's the end of an era, you know what I mean? Like, you know, for better... Like, I think that the Flash show in particular... Uh, did more to introduce, like, the general population to The Flash than any other property ever did. Uh, like, you know, no one really cared that much about Zack Snyder's take on The Flash. Uh, the new well, Flash Well, you movie. have obviously forgotten all about the Justice League cartoon. 
Uh, where Flash was a key member. And that's fair. That's fair. But I'm talking about, like, non-young kids. You know what I mean? Like, like it's Well, one all thing those people are grown-ass adults like you and me. Right. No, I know. But, like, I know of many people, like, many adults who don't watch cartoons ever, who have, like, are aware or, like, actually watch or used to watch uh, The Flash. Uh, and I think Grant, Grant Gustin did a commendable job playing The Flash, even if the writing for that show kind of was all over the place uh, after a few seasons. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel kind of bittersweet about it. I just, I, I really, I remember the early days of the Arrowverse and how exciting it was at the time. That I was like, I was back when I was in college, and like I remember, I, I remember waking up. And life was making good. Sh- yeah, life was good, and I remember waking up and being excited to watch the new episode of uh, of The Flash and, and Arrow, and then Legends of Tomorrow started happening, and Supergirl started happening. Uh, I'm actually I'm in the middle of catching up right now. I'm I'm catching up on Supergirl. I finished season oh, two. I know. I I'm. I'm I'm a sad man, Steve. I'm doing it. I I want to get through the main crossovers. Like I don't know if I'm going to watch all nine seasons of The Flash, but I I at least want to get to uh, like the Crisis on Infinite Earths or whatever. That's like their big epic crossover that basically ended it. Like yeah, there the were cro- a few that crossover seasons. had the Lucifer show in it. Did that have the? Yeah, it had the Lucifer show in it. Yeah, like I want to get to that point. And Smallville and was there. Constantine was also there, I believe. Constantine was there, and Smallville was there, and uh, I think that they... that's really weird because I don't think Constantine or the Lucifer show were even connected to the DC universe shit. Yeah, Constantine actually uh, has already showed up in a few episodes of the Arrowverse. Like he's showed up a few times in uh, Arrow. Uh, and I've seen those episodes already. Well, you know, his show got canceled, so. I know, I know. Yeah, it was only one season, I think, right? Yep. But then it was, like, almost immediately after that, it was, like, the Arrowverse people were, like, come over here. <laughs> like, we like we like new things. Like, you know, we like mm, crossovers. characters. Yummy, yummy, yum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't wait for uh, the Justice League Dark show to come out. Uh, yeah, that, I don't think that's ever, ever going to see the light of day. Uh, but I feel like they've been making a Justice League Dark show or movie for, like, the past ten years. Like, I've, like, heard rumors and rumblings about that forever, and I've never seen it. There was a, I don't know I think, why people think they want that. They don't. <laughs> no, no one wants that. I think they did finally release an animated movie, which I never they saw. They did, yes. But th- they that did. It had uh, Constantine and Zatanna and Batman and um, yeah. other things, probably. I don't remember who else was in that. Swamp Thing, I think. So, oh, Swamp Thing, and uh, what's that one guy? The Demon, is it Etrigan? Is that Etr- the name of that The one? Demon Etrigan? Yeah. Gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. gone the form of man, rise man. the Demon Etrigan? Yes, 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 yes. I literally only know him because of Batman the Brave and the Bold. That's the only reason. That's, that's, that is how oh, I was introduced to He was to also in the Justice League cartoon, for the record. Was he? I gotta yes. really watch that shit, because I have not seen all <laughs> He of was there in the episode <laughs> when they were fighting against Morrigan. 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 More, more again. More, <laughs> Jesus Christ. More, what the fuck? <laughs> the evil wizard lady from Arthurian legend. Oh. Mordred. Mordred. I can't remember her fucking name now. I think it's Morgan. Isn't it just Morgan? I could be wrong. Morgan, something like, it's, something along yeah, there. I, I, I know it in my heart. I can think of it. I just can't make <laughs> yeah, the word happen. I, like, I should know it too. And now I'm all confused because you keep saying it wrong. Is it, it, 
Puck. Whatever, <laughs> Whatever that bitch. It doesn't matter. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, he was in that episode. Can, yeah, fine. Cool. Okay. I got to watch that shit. I am I have not seen the Justice League cartoon in a in a long long time. I got to I got to get around to actually like watching. You can go back and look at just how well endowed every female character was in that show. <laughs> Isn't wasn't Bruce Tim like a total fucking pervert? Isn't I that? don't know who that is. Oh, I th- that was uh, the guy who made uh, the Batman animated series and the Superman animated series oh, and the Justice League. I don't know, too. maybe. And I think I remember reading that it was his idea to have uh, super to have Batman and Batgirl hook up in the uh, Killing Joke movie. Oh, well, that was a bad choice. Yeah, that was that was a bad choice, and I will fight against that decision forever. I well, it's too late. It happened not... already. Batgirl all I have to say, and Batman should not be a romantic couple. And all I, will I have die to say that is that I like Black Canary a lot more in that show than I do in other things. Uh, oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, I I do with that like... information what you will. <laughs> I like Black Canary and Arrow. Uh, all the different versions of Black Canary. There are many different Black Canaries in that show. Uh, but uh, but I I like Black Canary. Uh, I also think uh, Black Canary in that Harley Quinn movie was uh, I liked her a lot. <laughs> so I don't I even got... remember her being in that movie. Yeah, yeah, she was there. Oh um, yeah, she was like the lounge singer or something. Yeah, she was the lounge singer. Yep, God, that's I right. barely, barely remember that movie. <laughs> well, I, you know what? You remembered her being a lounge singer, Steve. Only so that, that you that told me she was in it. If you hadn't reminded me she was a character, I think I would have forgotten she was in the movie entirely. Now, do you remember the cop lady? Do you remember? I do her? remember the cop lady. Now that you okay. mention it, and uh, and Huntress, I think was in that movie Huntress too. Huntress right? was there too. Yep. Also the. Uh, Huntress, the act- the actress who plays Huntress, she is uh, now married to uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, you know, Black Mask in that mm-hmm. movie. So, you know, that's a thing. Also, she's going, she's, she played uh, the, 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 whatever the girl was in Scott Pilgrim, you know, like the, the main girl, the one that Ramona Flowers? With. Yeah, Ramona Flowers. Thank you. And she's going to be playing Hera in uh, Ahsoka. She's going to be my, oh. my, my, my mommy- Hera. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, I I have a total if you're into thing that. for Hera. I have a total thing for Hera, okay? Like, I don't want to make it weird, but... That was like, the fussy I, mom on the ship, right? That was the fussy mom on the ship, yeah. The one who was with Kanan, uh, yeah. and then had a they had a kid off-screen. Uh, okay, which I mean, she wasn't, like, weird. a fucking Hot Topic Mandalorian, so I wasn't interested, but... I mean, like, I get it, you know, the the Hot Topic Mandalorian, yeah, she's colorful, she's nice, nice butt, I get it, uh, okay. but uh, I'm a I'm a Hera man, I'm a Hera man all the way, okay. <laughs> she's great. Head tentacles, anyway, I get it, sure. let's, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop lusting now, I'm gonna stop thirsting and calm the fuck down. It's already out there, the internet heard you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's funny that I say I'm about to start, I'm about to stop thirsting, uh, given what our next thing is, uh, Overwatch! Hmm. <laughs> Uh, did so you know, Overwatch. Adam, uh, did you what? know that there is quite the colorful collection of Overwatch porn? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I I remember. I, I know all about it, Steve. <laughs> I remember, uh, he says. <laughs> uh, but uh, anywho, so Overwatch 2. Uh, so they have now announced that the originally announced uh, Hero Mode, which is 
basically going to be a story campaign. It was going to have a new hero abilities, co-op attacks, uh, level progression system. I mean, you know, a whole ass fucking story. Sure, uh, that things is other scrap. than just a uh, 5v5 fucking... Yeah, not just like, you know, 5v5, uh, you know, escort Counters, uh, uh, the, the uh, payload. Team Fortress 2. It wasn't Team yeah, Fortress 2 anymore. It wasn't Team Fortress 2. Yeah, it was like an actual story-driven campaign. Uh, that is, those plans for that are now scrapped. Now, that being said, not all is lost. Uh, because they are still going to be releasing uh, straightforward story missions that will have co-op gameplay, cinematics, and cutscenes. Like, they are still going to be releasing some narrative-related content, but it's not going to be a dedicated story mode uh, like they had originally announced. Uh, Which isn't, like, this isn't terribly surprising. I think all of us... Uh, were very skeptical when they first announced that Overwatch 2 was going to have a story mode. Like, everyone was like, really? Like, why and how? I wasn't skeptical. Like, I believed them. Why would they lie? I, I, I just, I remember a lot of people being, like, kind of skeptical and being like, oh, like, you're doing that now? And that was originally going to be, like, the main thing that made Overwatch 2 different from Overwatch 1, is they're like, oh, we're going to have a story campaign. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. Uh, and now they're not. <laughs> now, yep. Overwatch 2 is just Overwatch 1, except now you have to pay for the new characters, and now you have to uh, grind a hell of a lot more to get new skins. The loot boxes are gone, <laughs> and now you just have to fucking... Uh, just just grind like grind 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 and you can unlock shitty recolors and if you want to get the actual good outfits you have to pay money uh that is my experience playing overwatch 2 though i i played it at launch and i have not played it again since so maybe things uh, if, have changed since if then. i may if i may yeah no absolutely get yeah. fucked idiots you got overwatched <laughs> activision blizzard strikes uh, again yeah it's it's very sad. Like I, I I'm disappointed. Like I'm glad that there's still going to be. Oh some no! Don't, story don't get me wrong. Missions. It sucks for everybody who cared. Super sorry for you that that happened for you because you just got super dicked in the butt. Uh, do you? Me- I remember like the first like two or three years of Overwatch being out. It was like unstoppable. Yep. Everybody was playing mm-hmm. Overwatch. It was the biggest fucking video game, uh, or one of the biggest video games at the time. Like it was huge. Uh, I remember uh, on a previous iteration of this show, us talking about the clues that were supposed to lead to Sombra before Sombra came out. I remember that too. Yeah. Like that was like a whole fucking big deal. Like it was huge. I, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Uh, And now things have changed so much and like you can just feel, you can feel it's Blizzard, right? Uh, Activision Blizzard, yes. Activision Blizzard. You can feel them being like, okay, this was a success. Like, you know, all right, like, you know, where are we getting the money? Like, you know, where are the, where's the transactions? (laughs) Like, you know, how do we, how do we squeeze these poor suckers for all their worth? Uh, And it, it really sucks. Like the whole thing, like they, the whole reason that I was interested in Overwatch 2 from the very beginning was, oh, they're going to do a story campaign. Like, I was confused and surprised, but I was like, oh, that sounds nice. Like, you know, I really like the characters of Overwatch. Like, I would love to see uh, a story-driven campaign. And now that's gone, and we're just going to get a handful of missions. And it's just, it's just, ugh, ugh. Leaves such a bad taste in my mouth, Steve. I, this is just so shitty. I, I hate 
Activision Blizzard. I can't believe that. And this they is hate happening. you. Yeah, they do. Yes, they hate us. They hate no everything. No company's your friend. They all want your money, and you mean nothing to them. Yes, that is true. I think it's Although really I have important heard, that people remember. I have heard that this is not necessarily the people who made Overwatch's fault. It's some executive guy, some way up there, decided they were doing this. It's not necessarily the Overwatch team's fault this is happening. But it's still I mean, happening to people, so I'm I sure, still think like, everyone should be mad about it. I'm sure that on the individual level that there are plenty of developers who were working on Overwatch 2 who had every intention of releasing this story mode, and it just, you know, for reasons outside of their control, it was scrapped, it wasn't coming together, whatever. Like, I, I'm not mad at any individual director or, or, you know, programmer or whatever, any of that. Like, you know, if, if anybody, if, if any of you out there are going on Twitter and harassing Blizzard employees, like, how about you go fuck yourself, okay? Like, like fuck you, fuck that. Like, have none of you ever worked for a company that made a decision you didn't agree with? Because I fucking have. Uh, like, <laughs> not recently, but in my past, it's happened. Uh, like, it's just... Don't do that. Don't do that at all. Uh, but yeah, you you can hate Activision Blizzard. Don't hate Activision Blizzard employees. Like that's 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 a no no. Don't do that. Uh, well, you're anyway. allowed to hate executives. You're allowed to hate those. Okay, guys. fine. Yeah, you can hate executives. That's fine. But don't don't hate the grunts. No, okay? The rank and file do their... don't deserve yeah. any of your animosity. No, not a not a single one of them. Okay, unless they unless you can like they really do something personal to you. But like that's different. Uh, but yeah, True. like leave the rank and file alone, okay? They're just people, and ex- but executives can go fuck themselves. And you know, hey, maybe they should make less money. Uh, but maybe whatever. they should make less money. Maybe they should make less money, Steve. Uh, I'll hold on and- to it for them for safekeeping. <laughs> yeah, hey, thanks. Uh, oh, hey, and uh, Activision Blizzard, if any of you would like to uh, sponsor this show and have me suddenly talk really positively about. Uh, yeah, I'll sell out <laughs> for some money. Too. That's fine. I would happily sell out for money. I would love to. Uh, I I am uh, I am ready and willing, all my problems okay? would be solved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have any sponsors. This is just me and Steve. Like we don't we don't have. I any wouldn't sponsors. even do this show anymore. I would just be somewhere on an island all by myself, where people just Amazon me things I want. Yeah, people would Amazon you things, and then once a week you would get on you'd get online, talk to me, and complain about Disney Plus releases and do the occasional. Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing too. this anymore. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be here. Oh, so you want to be paid, but not to do any work? <laughs> well, that, I want to be right? paid enough where I don't have to work. That is the dream. Oh, I, see. I see. That is the dream, honestly. Uh, all right, so we're moving on. Uh, our last piece of video game news, and our last piece of news uh, for this episode, is Mortal Kombat 1. I I have always disliked it when Mortal a new... Finish him. Uh, but I've always disliked it when uh, games like release a new version of a fran- of a well-known franchise and it's you know it's blank one or whatever or like reborn or shit like that. But I will admit that at least this time it makes some sense. So uh, Mortal Kombat One is going to be a reboot of the Mortal Kombat universe. Uh, which has been create, which has been recreated by the Fire God Liu Kang, who uh, apparently ascended to godhood at the end of the last Mortal Kombat game. I just learned about this today. I have, I am way far behind in my Mortal Kombat games. I like Mortal Kombat, but that game is hard, and it makes me feel like I'm a bad gamer, so I don't play it very often. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fair enough. When you, 
when you get your shit handed to you by Shao Kahn enough times, like, it's like, you know what? Maybe I just suck. Like, maybe this just isn't for me. <laughs> that Fair. Is, that is where I'm at with You just gotta Kombat. learn to cheese it better. Uh, yeah, I guess. And then, like, you know, like, I can't even beat the AI, and then if you ever, if I ever play against a real person, they just, like, they're comboing me, and they just wreck my shit, and I'm just trying to shoot a fireball, and I'm, I'm not good at Mortal Kombat, that's what I'm trying to say, I'm not good at Mortal Kombat, uh, and, but I do like Mortal Kombat, I think it's very cool, and I love the fatalities and all that shit, uh, but, uh, but anyway, I, I do, I'm, I might jump on board this Mortal Kombat 1, so, uh, this one's going to, so like I said, the the universe has been recreated by uh, newly christened god Liu Kang, uh, and there's going to be reimagined versions of beloved characters. Sub-Zero and uh, Scorpion are brothers now, uh, uh, Shao Kahn and Raiden are now young men, and like, they're they're just existing or whatever there's like this there's like a bunch of other new character or new ish characters it's like old characters that have been reimagined uh johnny cage is going to be in this melina is going to be in this like you know all the all the mortal Kombat characters that you love and know but with a fresh new coat of paint uh and i think this sounds like a pretty good time to jump on to the mortal Kombat train because I like Mortal Kombat, and a fresh start sounds like a good welcoming place for uh, newbies like me who don't know what they're doing. So, I don't know. This might work. Cool. What do you I think, hate Steve? it, but it also it? doesn't oh, affect great. me, so I guess I don't care. Why do you um, hate it? This is like Just the third like time things? they rebooted this universe. That's Yeah, okay. That's fair. And um, is, it, is that right, really? They've yes. done it that many yeah, times? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I distinctly remember one of these games that I played where uh, all the events of the previous uh, Mortal Kombat's were just a flash forward that Raiden was experiencing. So none of them oh, had yeah. happened yet. So they, like, did the reboot without actually having to, quote, reboot anything because none of it was real. That's so stupid. You know, it was all a dream, basically. Yeah, it was all a dream. Yeah, the the complex video game version of it was all a dream. Let's start over. <laughs> yeah. So hated that. Oh, uh, I'm pretty dumb. sure they have had a reboot in the middle of these somewhere as well. But this this franchise has been going for so long, and they've made the mistake of actually aging up these characters, which means that they have to actually age them out at some point. So they have to reboot every once in a while to avoid that problem. And I don't like when they do that. Also. I hate reimagined characters, as you know, so I'm not interested in watching uh, uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero be brothers, because that's stupid. See, you and I are very different in this in this way, because I love reimagined characters. I I like to, like, you know, wipe the slate clean and, like, borrow elements of the previous character that you want to keep and, like, do it, then do you it didn't in a like new, the different way. What? Then you didn't like the character. No, it doesn't mean I didn't like the character. It means I like new things, Steve. <laughs> they make a different <laughs> character. No, fuck that. Because I no, I, I like reimaginings. I do. Look, we're never going to agree. You hate. There's no point in reimagining something. Re-imagining. Make a new character if you want something new. Keep the old character if you like the old character. There's no reason I like to half-ass continuity, it. Steve. I like continuity. I like to. I like to look at what but it's they n- keep. But it's not continuity. If you're reimagining the character, it's a new character with stolen traits. It's not continuity. It's just a new <sighs> thing, but called an old thing. Okay. Yes, I, I like. I, I know I it's right. Agree. I know I don't agree with you. You're wrong. Okay, whatever. Uh, like we're not gonna agree on this. I also I particularly like it when uh like like classic like iconic characters get reimaginings. Like like I think 
I've said this a thousand times before, but Batman and Joker like are like designed to be reimagined. Like they are over the top character archetypes that like I love it when they retool that into a slightly different version. And like you know that's how you get shit like uh, the Joker movie. Now I don't really love the Joker movie, but I'm like okay with it existing if that makes sense. Like I God, like I just strangle the shit out of you. <laughs> I like reimaginings of classic characters. I just do. I I'm a I'm a fan of it. Uh, and you and I just will never agree on this, and that's just fine. Ugh, disgusting, <laughs> disgusting behavior. Oh my god, I hate you. Uh, all right, so we are now going to move on to uh, the uh, magic hour. <sighs> what the fuck happened last time? I think someone was born. Hmm, who was it? What did that person do? Was it nah? I think someone was born, but that's all I remember. I can't remember. Yeah, two people were actually born last two week. Two people were born. <sighs> Fuck. I can't remember. You I know, were really I excited about one of them. I, I was? All right, just can you just remind me what it was? Because I don't It was remember. a Johnny Goldman. Oh, yeah. Wait, was that the was that the, the lion guy or whatever? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I remember that. That guy was cool. I wish that... I remember wishing that he was in more things, right? Because isn't he kind of forgotten about... Uh, He's not forgotten about. He's pushed to the back. Pushed to the yeah. Pushed to the back. He exists as a background character for most of his, or a side character for most of the things after his particular story's over. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But uh, but yeah, he was cool. I like him. I like I like lion people. So sure, (laughs) sure. Excuse me. Uh, yep, yep. I'm a fan of him. I remember that from last time. So what do you got for me this time? All right, the year's four thousand five hundred and thirty AR. Kithian Iora is born on Akros of Theros. Okay. Uh, who is Kithion Iora? Who is that? Kithion Iora is the soon-to-be Gideon Jora, who is uh, a founding member of the Gatewatch and one of our most important planeswalkers of recent the, memory. That was the Gatewatch? Is that what you Correct. said? Correct. Okay, so... We're going to so, get to them way later. Okay, so somebody was born, and then he became someone else? He got a different name? Yes, and the reason why he got that different name was stupid, but we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay, so we'll, we'll cover that later. Okay, so... Yes. While Pers- he's on Theros, his name is Kithion. Kithion. And then he gets renamed to... Mm-hmm. What's the new name? Gideon. Gideon? Okay. Uh, and he becomes a member of the Gatewatch. And he's founding member of the Gatewatch. Founding yes. member. Founding member of the Gatewatch. I'm imagining, like, the Justice League right now. Uh, yeah, it's pretty accurate. Guy- Okay, is this guy like a Superman type? Like what? Uh, what I, yeah, actually, League? yeah, he's he's the Truth and Justice guy. He's the Truth and Justice guy. Okay, so also so, he's invulnerable, so that is also pretty okay, Superman. Okay, super. So Superman is born, founding member of the Gate Watch, which pretty is much, the magic yeah. equivalent of the Justice League. Uh, More okay, or less, I, yes. Um, I might remember that. Yes, I won't Gideon's remember the magic name. is he can project a shield around himself to stop damage. So uh, he basically is Superman. Okay. All right. He doesn't have like laser beams or anything, but okay, he, fine. you know, it's really hard to hurt. Really hard to hurt. That's good enough. That's close enough to Superman for my purposes, so that's fine. So, uh, Discount Superman was born. He is a founding member of the Not Justice League. Correct. And uh, he changed his name at some <laughs> the point. The Gatewatch for... Society of America, yes. The, yeah, okay, sure. And he changed his name at some point for reasons you think are stupid, but that we'll cover later. Okay. Not I think they are stupid. Oh, they are. Uh, stupid. Oh, I mean, okay, in case you were but... curious, uh, the plane he was born on Theros is ancient Greece themed. 
Oh, okay. So an ancient Greece, not Superman, who eventually creates the not Justice League. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm going to try to remember that. Okay. All right. Greek, not Superman. Got it. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, then we are now going to move on to our humble opinions. So we had been, or I guess I should say humble opinion, because we had the idea of us, like, you know, each going back and forth, right? Like each episode. Yes. We I went last time. Hour. You went, yeah, you went last time. All right. I remember that. <sighs> okay. So I have two options, Steve. All right. All right. I have two options. And all right. One or two, Steve. You, you get to pick. Uh, I choose the shorter one. <laughs> Uh, okay, fine. All right. Uh, you choose the shorter one, so I know what I'm going to do. Uh, so I, yesterday, I got to see, uh, The Lion King, uh, at the Overture Center. It's been a long time since I, uh, got to see a live show. Uh, I went to see it with my wife. Uh, she and I are both very big Lion King fans. It was my favorite movie ever when I was a very young child. Before I could talk, I would uh, start roaring at my mom, and that meant I wanted to watch The Lion King. So The Lion King is okay. very near and dear to my heart. Sure, uh, we all liked The Lion King. Yeah, uh, and Megan has a tattoo of uh, like the little like the the symbol of of uh, the, the Simba, you know, like the one that Rafiki draws. Is it draws. the shitty one that Rafiki draws? Yeah, the shitty one that Rafiki yep, draws. Yeah, I figured. Uh, Megan has a tattoo of that. With or without the mane? Uh, without, without the mane. Okay. Okay. Uh, and she's had that tattoo for a long time. I had seen Lion King before, like the musical. I had seen that before, like literally 12 years ago. So it's, it had been a long time. Uh, and, uh, in my humble opinion, it was a, it was an excellent performance. Uh, it was, it was very nice, but I have to say that it was better the first time I saw it. Uh, I think because it was like fresh and new. And the other reason being that uh, we were in, we were up in like these box seats, so we were like way over on like the left side. Did of you the bring audience. your opera glasses? I did not bring opera glasses. See, Lame. the problem was the seats themselves that they gave us. So, uh, like these seats, like they're just chairs, right? Like we weren't mm-hmm. in like a normal auditorium seat. They were just we were just in these normal ass chairs. And, and we were so far over to the left that we had to, like, lean forward, like, a lot just to see the action, like, whatever was happening on stage. Mm. So, like, by the end of the performance, my neck hurt like a motherfucker. Uh, but, Understandable. Like, it was a great performance. It's just that, that that did hamper my experience a little bit, which was too uh, Hey, is the Lion King musical the one that has the uh, Scar and Nala sexual assault song? Yes. Yes, it does. Indeed. <laughs> you know, okay. So, uh, so the first half of the musical is basically just the, the movie, right? Like the, mm-hmm. there's the only thing that they add in the first half. Cause there's like, it's pretty much the movie plus a couple of extra things. Like, uh, there's a song that the, that the hyenas sing when Nala and, uh, Simba are both kids and they go to the elephant graveyard. Oh, I think sure. It's called, it's like, it's like. God, I can't remember the name of the song. It's not very good. It was very forgettable song. It was like <laughs> Cheech like and feeding, Chong do hyenas. It was like feeding time or something like it's something to do with eating them. I that's one the, less uh, call for alcohol. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like it was something to do with eating them. But the song was like overly long in my opinion. Like it felt like the hyenas were just waiting until Mufasa got there because that's mm. what was actually happening. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I didn't love that song. And then the other, the other big additions were in the second half. 
because the second half, like the the first half, ends with Hakuna Matata, and so Simba is off, which is such a weird song to end on, but whatever. Uh, the first half ends with Hakuna Matata, and you know Simba is now an adult, uh, and then you know second half there is a kind is basically a time jump, uh, and uh, we get reintroduced to uh, the Pride Lands, uh, which are now shitty. Uh, mm-hmm. unsurprisingly because like, Scar's the, in charge and he makes it not rain <laughs> yeah yeah because the literal weather is protesting <laughs> the lion monarchy <laughs> because that's how that works now uh whatever it's fine uh but like they had like these like these like antelope uh like puppet things uh and the first time we see them in the first half they were you know just like these antelope that are like riding past it's like this fucking cart that this person is pushing right sure Uh, but then in the second (laughs) half it's the same antelope but now they're skeletons so they're skeleton antelope riding past which like obviously i get what they're trying to say right uh like it's like oh everything is shitty now everything is dead uh, but it is, I just, like, had this vision of now. seeing this undead antelope just riding through the savannah, which I thought was hilarious, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Scar is is sad because, uh, you know, he's got everything he wants, except except it's not it's not what he actually wants. And he's trying to figure out what did Mufasa have that I didn't have. Uh, and then, uh, Zazu is like, is like adoring people, a loving family, you know, a wife and a child. And he's like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I need ah, a wife. Got it. Uh, <laughs> like, I need a wife and I need babies. Uh, and he's like, oh, Nala, like you are now of a prime. Female. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are a female and of prime breeding age now. I'm only Ooh. 30 years your senior. So let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the entire lifespan of a lion, so <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that was that was a little weird. I didn't hate the song. I, I liked that it was it was a decent song. I liked the actor who played Scar, uh, and I can't remember how the song went. Um, but uh, it was I thought it was fine. Baby, and it's I'm cold all... outside. <laughs> it was not that. Uh, but uh, crap, what was I gonna say? It was. I liked that they gave uh, a little bit more for Nala to do uh, in the second half. Like I wouldn't call. It, well, okay, that's maybe a bit poor phrasing on my part. But like, I like that they gave Nala more motivation. Like the reason that she leaves the Pride Lands, at least the way that I interpreted it, interpreted it. Uh, was that, you know, she wanted to get away from Scar because now Scar wanted to marry her and was like, you're, I'm the king, you'll do whatever I say. And then she ran away uh, to, like, you know, go hunting as well and to, like, search for any option for what the hell she could do to deal with this Scar situation. And then she runs across uh, Simba. Uh, and then pretty much the rest of it just plays out exactly how you'd, ex- how you'd expect and the way that it went in the movie. Uh... I the I think the best song in the show surprisingly was the one that wasn't in the original musical. It's uh, "He Lives in You." Are you familiar with this song? Steve? I am familiar with the song because uh, that song is awesome. It's so goddamn good, uh, and it's especially good when uh, Adult Simba sings it. You know when he he has his triumphant like he they do this awesome thing where he's talking to you know he's talking to Mufasa right. Uh, and they have like this giant lion head that's like built out of these uh, out of like multiple pieces 
uh, that's like they they're like shining these like th- these like dots of light on it so to like give it some dimension and it looks so fucking good Steve like god damn does that line did that lion head look good it was probably it was probably like 20 feet long the thing was huge but it was all just like a bunch of pieces that different people were holding up and then like the light was shining on it so that you could only really see like it's like it in basic dimensions now the only the only downside to that uh was whoever the hell was operating the giant lion's right eye uh kept moving around uh which was distracting to me like it was like just hold the goddamn thing steady like it it like took them a while to like get the right eye into place and then it kept shifting slightly like it just it wouldn't sit still <laughs> and so has got a lazy eye so yeah, so Mufasa's got, it's not like so much a lazy eye, and it's more of like a deformity. Like Mufasa just has like an indented face where his right eye is. Like, oh, uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was physically was, absent from his head. It wasn't absent. Well, it was kind of absent at one point, but uh, it was like, it was just like pushed in. It was like someone mm. punched him right in the eye socket and it made a dent in his entire skull. Uh, and, Unfortunate. Uh, yeah, that was unfortunate, but like eventually it kind of settled down. Uh, but uh, but then they did the big. I'm epic just thinking song. Zordon. It was Zordon like. It was similar to that. So yes, I could. That's 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 close to what it looked like, uh, except you know a giant lion head. Right. Uh, and uh, but then Simba did his big song, and I actually got chills, which was exciting. Uh, like oh, that was, uh, for the record, the nice. best song in Lion King is actually "Be Prepared," but whatever, go on. Okay, uh, "Be Prepared" was also fantastic. That was my that was that was good, my first good, song good. in the first half. So, yes. All right. Um, but uh, and then he, you know, he goes and he and he does the thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't really have anything other than the uh, than just like having to crane my neck the whole time. I don't really have mm-hmm. anything negative to say. I guess I would just say that, like, it just it wasn't quite as magical as it was that first time uh, sure. that I saw it when I was just a young pup. I think I was like, God, I must have been like 16 uh, when I first saw The Lion King. Uh, and like, it was seriously just what like, was the circumstances that you saw this as as a as a youth? Uh, it was a it was a school trip that we did, like with my ah, choir class. Uh, so it was like a bunch of people. And that makes all, sense. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. Like it was, it was, it was really, really good back then. And it was what, still good now. What octave just, do you sing in or whatever? Oh, uh, I was a baritone. I was a baritone. Nice, Steve. nice, yeah. nice. I don't know what that uh, means. Uh, okay. And so baritone is, uh, basically between, uh, bass and tenor. Uh, it's like the middle ground between baritone nice. is almost always, um, singing the harmony. There are very few mm. songs where the baritone is the sole focus, which worked well for me because when I was in choir, I was very insecure and I did Good. not want yeah, sure, anyone sure. to pay attention to me. So, Un- uh, oh, yeah. totally understandable. Sure, for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. So you weren't out there fucking uh, hamming it up or anything, throwing some hey yeah 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 yeahs in there, you no, know, fucking. No, I was not. No, I was. I was uh, usually, you know, just in like on the stands with like the other people. I um, my high school had a pretty big choir class, so like nice. I was with a quite a large group of people, uh, and I I never auditioned for a solo, and I just yeah, I was, it was, I was high school. Insecure. You were just supposed to stay out of the way. That was the point. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to stay out of the way and have no one remember me. Uh, also, so on an unrelated note, oh, similarly unrelated, but still sort of related note, uh, anyone who does those, hey, yeah, where you go up and down voice thing, that just makes you look insecure. Don't do that. 
<laughs> like anyone who sings uh, the yeah. national anthem and has to fucking ham it up like that, just just sing it properly, please. Uh, no, I, I agree. That Nothing shows. makes me more frustrated than the fucking opening sequence to any sporting event where somebody's out there fucking Kanye-ing it up. What, what honestly, you wonder something that may, used to piss me off. So like, so I was in choir class. I had many friends, uh, who were in choir and were in show choir and drama and all that stuff. Sure. Sure. Those do and go now, hand in hand. I hear. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Now I love all of that. Like I, I have a, you know, I have a drama background, like, you know, I'm still doing this show, uh, primarily out of the need, the, the need to perform. Uh, like that's, mm-hmm. that's really my main motivation here. Uh, and but why do so I, I I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but why is every person that I know a drama kid? I, you know, that's, I don't know, Steve. It's like you attract drama kids. Every friend are, I've ever had has not. been a drama kid. Why is that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, Steve, do, do you want to do a deep dive into your psychology? <laughs> like, All right, why well, do you have it for me? Um, well, I okay, I have some theories. Uh, I, you know, oh, I hit me. Theories. I would love to hear what you think. Uh, all right, well, Steve, Steve, I, I hope mm-hmm. I don't insult you, but um, impossible. You're you're pretty insecure, right? <laughs> Super. <laughs> okay, so you're pretty insecure. So pot, maybe you are drawn to the people that project like confidence or at least like a manufactured confidence mm. because that's what you want in your own life. What do you think? Steve? Ah, mm. Okay. Sure. That would explain why I'm so good at pretending. Uh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I also think, you know, Steve, I think you really would have benefited from doing drama in, uh, in high school. I think that, I think you could have had a lot. Of oh no, I didn't that. want anyone to look at me. Uh, yeah. Did I ever tell you, Steve, Sorry, this is now. Now we're gonna now we're gonna go back to me because you know I'm selfish. Please, I'm, yes, I'm not, of course. I'm not your therapist, Steve. So I don't want to. <laughs> no, I got a no. different lady for that. Oh, okay, good. Uh, but uh, did I ever tell you about? There was one point in high school where we I was in drama class or drama one act. What the fuck was it called? God, drama club. I was in drama club. Mm. Uh, I was in drama club, and we were putting on this play that was it was about suicide. <clears throat> mm. Uh I, I feel like I've told you this story, but you probably nope, doesn't, forgot, doesn't ring a bell. So we were putting on this play that was about suicide. Basically, it was like this 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 kid, this young person, uh, was about to commit suicide, and then they have like this vision of a bunch of other people who also committed suicide, and then at the end, uh, he decides not to do it. Ah. Uh, that is that is the very very nuts and bolts summary of what happens in this thing, uh, and. I was in this, but I was a minor character. So what they did is they they locked up uh, what it was supposed to be Hope, right? It was they locked up Hope in a cage, mm-hmm. uh, and I played Hope. So uh. I was wearing like all white, and but I and I had like this big black overcoat over that to try to hide the white, and I was just kind of scream and moan for a while until the end of the play when I revealed myself, and I was like, "There's still hope." Blah blah blah. Sure, uh, of course. You know, don't kill yourself. Metaphors uh, and such. But. But, uh, then, but then we were going to perform this thing like for three shows for the entire goddamn school, uh, because somebody in power decided that that was a good idea. Mm. Uh, and one of the actors who played one of the people who had killed themselves, uh, he got, he got sick. I think he had a hernia or something. I don't remember. A hernia. Oh, man. Uh, I think it was a hernia. I'm pretty sure. He got sick, so he couldn't perform. So then suddenly, it was up to me. I was, because I was going to be his understudy, because there was no one else. So I had to very quickly, within like 
like a week, I had to learn a brand new part. And at the end of that, uh, I had this like this nice little monologue. I say nice. It was not nice. I had this mm-hmm. little monologue uh, where I talked about how miserable I was and how everyone hated me in school. And then I held a fake gun to my head and shot myself. And I had to learn this monologue and this role within a week and perform it for the entire school three times. And I did that shit, Steve. I did that. And nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that... that uh, and you were permanently why, emotionally scarred forever? I was, yeah, I was, I was very emotional. Well, no, actually, in a lot of ways, it made me more confident because it was like, wow, I actually did this. Like, it was weird and it was hard, but uh, no one, surprisingly, no one made fun of me. I was expecting someone uh, to make fun of me. I don't think anybody could have made fun of you for that, because they would have yeah. been like, ah-ha-ha, you pretended to kill yourself, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, everyone, I got many compliments, even from people who I didn't like. I got compliments oh. from, from, like, the asshole popular kids, who were like, wow, that was really <laughs> intense. And I was like, yeah, I learned that shit in a week. It was insane. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that that's just, I don't know why I told that story, but uh, here we are. Uh, cool. And, uh, yeah. I have to say, I thought that story was going to have a very different ending. Uh because the way you were telling it, I thought she was going to be like, and then he really killed himself, and then oh, we didn't fuck. have to play anymore. And I was like, oh. Uh, that would have been <laughs> Good. interesting. It didn't no, work no, out no. how I thought no, it was, it was, gonna... it was It's a heartwarming ending. It's a heartwarming yes, ending. Yes, yes, yes. a motivational tale thing. for all ages. I did the thing, and I successfully shot myself on stage. And Attaboy. I knew you could do it. it. <laughs> yeah, I had a speech classes in high school because it was mandatory, and uh, I didn't perform well in that because I don't like when people look at me. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. It's okay. It's okay. I got so much better at it later. Uh, one time during a speech in class, I hadn't slept for three days, and I got up there, and I couldn't remember what I was supposed to talk about because I hadn't slept for a very long time. And I had a PowerPoint that I had made prior to that, and I was flipping through the slides and could not for the life of me remember what the slides were about. Oh, no. Oh, so God. my five, seven-minute speech, whatever it was supposed to be, was over in one minute, uh, and I did not pass. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't sound like you would As pass. You nope. may have not, uh may have not guessed. Yeah, that's And I sucks. just left. I just left the just left the class after that. I was like, I'm gonna go home. Uh I got I got stuff to do. I don't remember what I was worried about at the time. I think I was having a breakdown at some point about something else, and that was an unrelated side effect. But right. I don't remember anymore, because who who can keep track of all their breakdowns, am I right? Yeah, I know, I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, Steve, I remember those days. Uh, you know, we were we were roommates for a portion of that time. It's true. Uh, so, you know, like, I, I remember I remember some of the breakdowns. I certainly remember the insomnia. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I am sorry that that happened to you. I'm also sorry for the for the for the times that I I came into the room late at five o'clock in the morning at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, sorry that, those, that that happened. I'm glad that we don't live live together anymore, though. I'm Me too, because I would have probably killed you by now. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm much better about going to sleep at a reasonable time now. Uh, oh, not, well, now I would be the asshole waking you up, probably, because I don't go to bed till, like, 4.30. Oh, yeah, no, you would definitely be the asshole waking me up now, so, you know, that's a... Although that's there's a pretty good chance we'd never encounter each other, so... Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, if it's any consolation, Steve, the only reason I was staying up was out of a... was was a, out of a feeling of necessity to take care of my then-girlfriend, who was in a constant state of crisis... I, I do remember though, that. Yes, I didn't appreciate yeah. being subject to that, but I guess it wouldn't have. It yeah. sucked for you too. So yeah, it, it did. It did. I, I at the time I hadn't fully registered just how much it was sucking for me. Uh, but now, mm-hmm. years later, I can truly appreciate the depth of the misery that I was in. It's okay because uh, now everything's better, right? Yeah, everything is much, much better now. 
<laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I'll uh, let you know anyways, when I hit that upswing. So this was a uh, oh, yeah. I you know Steve, I I really hope that someday you hit that upswing. Okay, like I. That's do. okay. I only got four years left or five years left. Oh God. Uh, I really hope you don't die before you're 30. Okay, is that that's what it was, right? You're gonna no, it's 35. 35. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.